Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. I have this giant clock ticking in my face from this website, and it's making me feel like there's a timer on this episode, which is okay, because I kind of want it to be a quick episode anyway. I ate so much Taco Bell right before we started recording. Oh, no, so there's a built-in timer (laughs) called your poop machine. (laughs) I don't think it's the poop machine, but, like, I drank drank a gallon and a half of Mountain Dew, so there's going to be a time limit on this episode, y'all. I've had two big gulps today, so, I mean, yeah. like, I peed right before the show, but, like, who knows how much more soda there is in me. Yeah, that's <laughs> always the problem. You have this thing where you're like, okay, if the volume of pee out of me equals the volume of soda into me, I'm good, and then there, you never are sure you've reached that equilibrium. You gotta weigh your pee, that's all. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what, like, people who have eating disorders do? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I saw I saw an episode of CSI where a lady weighed her poo because she had an eating disorder and she was trying to excrete more than she took in. I don't know why we're talking about this. I mean, I do, and it's my fault, but still. <laughs> this might be insensitive, but I don't know if people have eating disorders about their pee. Oh, no. Hmm. <laughs> Or, I I guess that's a drinking problem, right? You know what's crazy? (laughs) Guys, you know what's crazy? Yes, but go on. So, okay. So, I work for a company, and we own a bunch of different uh, record centers around the country that have people who work Mm, in them. They're a front for video games. Yes. They're a front for video games. Oh, wait, hold on. (laughs) It's very weird. It's a drug Uh, dealer, but they're a front for video games. (laughs) But we employ a bunch of people whose jobs are things like driving forklifts and, like, moving boxes and stuff. So, it's a very, um, like... Manual labor? Blue collar? Yes. I didn't want to say blue collar because I felt like it would sound classist and I'm not saying that at all. Like, I used to do that job too. Um, But anyway, we got these signs from OSHA and it wasn't like a rule you had to put them up, but they're like, hey, you should put these up. And they go up in the bathroom and they're a sign that's got different colors of yellow on it and it's the color your pee is to let you know if you're dehydrated. What the fuck, OSHA? You can't tell me about my pee. That's not what any of those letters in OSHA stands for, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think that because it involves physical labor, that, that is a good idea, though. Yeah, is it? probably true. But here's my point. I feel like that might be a pee-eating disorder. <laughs> oh, like you try to make sure your pee is clear? Yeah, like, when oh. people a get super obsessed... When yeah. people get super obsessed with the color of their pee, like... I personally feel like if there was a way for me to not see my pee after it's out of me at all, <laughs> or like while it's in you, that would also be bad if you could see it. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I'm saying I've already bought into the unfortunate circumstance that I will have to see the process of it exiting my body. <laughs> 
but, specifically the end of your penis. Right, but... I assume. Everything well, technically, before... you don't have to see that. <laughs> you kind of do. You have to keep an eye on it yeah, to make sure you... things aren't going crazy down there. Here's the thing. You lose your balance if you don't look at your wiener while you're <laughs> If you close your eyes, you fall over. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, everything before and after that point, I just want to pretend that pee doesn't exist. Is that possible? <laughs> Can I have that, OSHA? Please. Uh, one of my only sci-fi wishes is for a small portal to exist at two points in my bowels, so that whenever <laughs> I feel, whenever I feel like the urine or poo poo has to exit me, it just gets teleported into the center of a distant sun. Why at two points in your bowel? <laughs> is uh, one of it for it to come back? Uh, no, one point is for the poo poo. You don't want to feel that digestion process, but you do still want to enjoy the bathroom experience. I guess. <laughs> Did you guys hear me explain no, it? Because no. I didn't. Wait, okay. Explain nope. the two points. Uh, one whole one portal would be for the poo poo to go out of, and the other would be for the pee pee to go out of. Inside Why is of... pee pee coming out of your bowel, Jeff? <laughs> I meant bowel as in the like bottom half, like the. That the is guts. not what the word bowel. <laughs> like like the, the bowels of a ship. Yes, I was just going to say like the bowels of a ship at two places in my whole area. <laughs> In my in my whole waste zone. <laughs> by stomach, I meant torso. People just say it that way. They do not. The word bowel, in terms of your body, refers to a specific body part. Yeah, you but stomach like, and torso my... is... People say that. People call it their tummy. If you That's go to a doctor, for stomach. If you go to a doctor and you're like, I hurt my arm, and he's like, okay, where on your arm? And then you point to your neck, he's going to throw you out of his office. Yeah, but if you say, I have a tummy ache, and you point anywhere at your midsection, he's going to be like, that makes sense. No, he isn't. He's going to think you have a learning disorder. <laughs> if, you're or, like, if you're like, my tummy hurts, and then you point to your, like... Adam's apple. He's gonna be like, "Oh, you've forgotten what words mean." When is the Adam's apple considered the midsection, Matt? <laughs> Fine. If you say your tummy hurts and then it turns out you have a broken collarbone, he's also gonna assume that's you have also brain not your midsection. <laughs> yes, it is. That's your torso. I said midsection, not torso. You said torso first and then changed to midsection. Uh, Roll disagree. back the tape. Uh, I think no. you said torso, Matt. Yeah, you I said torso. I definitely said torso, and then I led Jeff to saying torso. And the first time he it said was it, a he, trap. he repeated <laughs> what I said. You point but, anywhere above the pubis and below the nipples and say, my tummy hurts, people will be like, yes, that is where your tummy is. <laughs> You yes. draw a frowny face on your tummy with a magic marker. <laughs> and the eyes are the nipples. <laughs> That's and the works. nose That's is the belly button. That's science. <laughs> but you have to have a giant top hat that covers your head and shoulders. <laughs> oh man, I hate this reboot of uh, Lidsville. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Isn't that that store in the mall that sells hats? That's what I uh, thought it was. <laughs> no, it was it was a, a Sid and Marty Croft show from the 70s that was about a town of living hats. Is it like Wienerville? Yeah. It sounds like Wienerville. Uh, it's like uh, um, Banana Splits or Sigmund mm. and the Sea Monsters. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was called. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what was that called? Uh, I think it was called uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Wait, were that they one. a band? Uh, Who? maybe. Who, 30,000 uh, Leagues Under the Sea? Cecil, the sea sick sea monster? Not it says Cecil. Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. It oh. ran for five seasons. What am I thinking of? The I have no idea monster. what any of you is saying. All so, right. the sea sick. 
So what did you do on the internet this week, Jeff? Oh, boy. I'm mad that you called on me first, even though I had a week to think about it. Cecil the Seasick Sea Serpent. (laughs) That's a tongue twister. Yeah. Yeah, Cecil the Seasick Sea Serpent sells seashells by the seashore. Yeah. Uh, I... What did I do on the internet? Um, I mean, the world is, like, collapsing around us, so most of what I did on the internet was, like, scroll through Twitter going, Oh, no! Why? No! This was a real good week for, like, (laughs) doing the thing where you're like, I'm not gonna look at Twitter anymore, it's just making me upset. And then you sit for 45 minutes, and then you're like, Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) It's only gonna get worse. Um, I'm gonna gonna repeat one that I did previously, because I think it's still important. Um, I've been using a text bot called ResistBot, and you te- it's got a corny name. Uh, you text Resist to the phone number 50409, and it walks you through constructing a fax that you can send to your senators, and then after a couple days of sending to your senators, it will ask for more information so that it can send them to your House representative also. And I've been using that to construct... Uh, uh, what a ever more delirious messages to my congressional representatives, basically being like, the world is collapsing around us, there's a rapist war criminal in the Oval Office, and you guys seem to be doing nothing about it, please help. Um, and there's I've a, been that that app is pretty needy though, because after a couple of days, it starts being like, hey, buddy, like you need to start, you didn't fax anyone today, are, are do you hate me? Is I do it? it. Are you? Is it that you don't like me anymore? Do I do it every day. <laughs> Will you rate and subscribe, please? I need this. <laughs> every time I'm done, uh, every time I'm done composing the facts, and it's like, okay, I successfully did it. Then the ne- it like ten seconds later, it texts like, "Hey, you know, I only get better with feedback. Would you like yeah. to give me some feedback?" And it sounds like my, it sounds like your needy like friend being like. I don't know what's wrong with me. Help me, please. Uh, you don't have to subtweet me on my own podcast. <laughs> In my head, I can see Matt looking at his phone and all the tweets are, help me, please, and him just callously turning his phone off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trapped. I've been kidnapped by a supervillain. Please help. Call the police. Yep. Ugh, Jeff it. is complaining exactly. again. Yep. It's like the boy who cried wolf, except there's never a time when I care. <laughs> The first you time you're like, shut the boy up. Is, the boy's being torn apart by a wolf in front of you. You've never heard him cry wolf before. You're like, nah, he's probably lying. Yeah. Like, well, what am I going to do about a wolf, kid? Come on. <laughs> uh, Louisa, what did you get up to online? Um, I've been playing a lot of the Breath of the Wild because I've been very depressed. But uh, online, I've been looking at Twitter bots because I think it'd be fun to make one. So I might try doing that. I don't know if oh, I've is, mentioned that before, because I like the idea of it. Is this because our um, Twitter friend Alex has been making a lot of Twitter bots lately? <laughs> no, it's actually some other friends have been doing that as well. Mm. I'm more interested in the kind that tweet nonsense that's sort of based on other tweets. I thought yeah. about I thought about trying to make a Twitter bot once, and I never got around to it, that uh, found people who were following the My Brother, My Brother Me account, and any time mm-hmm. they tweeted the word unless, it would respond with unless dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, idea. that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, but you do it instead, because I don't want <laughs> I had a really annoying one jump into my mentions. It would search for anyone who typed speed space run or speed space running 
and correct them that speedrun is one word. But mm, I wasn't yeah. talking about speedrunning a video game. I was just using the word speed and the word run next to each other. So I got really mad at it and <laughs> responded to a robot that is uh, does not have a soul or ears. <laughs> there was a bot a while ago that was designed to make conservatives angry by tweeting the things that other conservatives said to respond to arguments. Do you guys remember this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was just like... It would just be like, well, that's your opinion. <laughs> and then, like, people would be like, no, there's provable fact. And then he would just respond with, like, well, everyone has different uh, points of view on this subject. <laughs> like, that's such good trolling, and I hate trolling, but I like that anyway. Yeah, there's one that just tweets, like, generic, randomly cobbled together, like, feminist things. Like, I think women should vote. And people will, like, <laughs> respond to it and get mad, and it's only responses to do more of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's pretty good. I love any, any kind of benign bot that then people get really angry at and continue to try to engage. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder... Hilarious. I wonder if there are bots out there that we don't know are bots. Uh-oh, how many of your friends are bots? Yeah. Well, there was a while where we didn't know that Horse Ebooks wasn't a bot, because it <laughs> yeah. started out as a bot. Yeah, yeah I, never, I don't really understand the decision to change it from a bot <coughs> to being something else. I guess money? Did yeah, they make they money off of changing by, it? I think it they got was bought a, by somebody. It was a big, air quotes, social experiment to see if people would notice, and then to reveal later, hey, your favorite thing isn't is actually bad, it's actually capitalism, the thing that you liked. Yeah. It's a it's a crass, cynical uh, money grab. Sorry, Wait. bye, <laughs> Jeff. That sentence could apply to literally everything I like. Uh, the yeah. trouble with that is, whenever they're like, "Oh, this is a social experiment," and you learn the wrong thing from it. Well, maybe I've done too much like art appreciation in uh, school, that sort of thing, philosophy in that way. But you can't tell somebody they're getting the wrong thing out of something because yeah. they're going to get out of it whatever they want. I I mean, we were... I don't know, because, I like, kind of, yes, but then, I don't know, when I see people watch a movie like uh, The Hangover, and they take away from it, these are cool guys, and I wish I was more like them, then they took the wrong thing away from that movie. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I'm I mean? to say, but you can't be like, ah, you dumb <clears throat> punks, and guess what, you got tricked, you were supposed to not like them. Because, like, that's not really accurate either. Yeah, my general feeling, rather than, uh laughing at people who take the wrong message away is to be terrified of them because people usually do it with stuff like uh like Rick and Morty or like 10 years ago South Park where it's like there's a lot of fans of Rick and Morty that are awful <coughs> conservatives because they're watching it and seeing a different show than the people who made it and the like left-leaning nice people who watch it. Yeah. Yeah, there's an awful lot of folks who are like Oh yeah, see, this thing that is making jokes about science is proving that science <laughs> is a joke, and you're like, what? Uh? What? <laughs> no, what? That, and that's that's true of a lot of stuff. Like, I I no lie, I have seen conservative folks be like, well, Beekman's world made jokes about science, and so all the things that they mentioned must be jokes. And it's like, what are you? That was a kids show. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's a crazy thing to say. Uh, no, it's, a, 
that was a newspaper comic strip. I deny the existence of the show. I'm a purist. <laughs> I didn't know it was ever a newspaper comic strip, but I also oh. don't care about did it I at all. Did I talk last week about how uh, angry I am about Bill Nye the Science Guy? I probably did. Yes, didn't we I? did. Because yes, we definitely. got everything science. Oh, he's such a phony. <laughs> I, I still think he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. I Rationally, he's fine. But emotionally, he's, oh, he's such a phony. It makes me so Man. mad. Educational science stuff is, like, all boring, right? Because, like, Beekman's World, the show, and the comic were both, like, dry, and Mr. Wizard was, like, boring, and Bill Nye no, the Mr. Science Wizard Guy is, like, boring. You are crazy. I loved Mr. Wizard when I was a kid, and I believe that Bill Nye the Science Guy, or even Beekman's World, were probably good, but I was, like, the wrong age to appreciate them when it came out, so. Yeah, yeah they definitely created a generation of, like, young millennial scientists who are going to be unemployed within a year. Oh god, oh god, make it stop. Um, but, like... But, man, millennial if... scientist is an awesome job title. It makes it sound like you're, like, you're, like, making laser food or something. <laughs> yeah, like, you're gonna, like, you're gonna port up to the space station. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, space a... stations are real, but porting isn't, so uh, I don't... Oh, yeah, I'm a millennial scientist. I make robots that explain art to other robots. <laughs> that is what's happening on Twitter, right? Eh? Yeah, hold on. Those are That's called a Google programmer. <laughs> yeah, and most of those are millennial scientists. I think that oh. this makes sense. Oh, my God. Guys, I came to the realization on Twitter today that the... Uh, the, the what is the federation called in Star Trek? The United Space Federation? The United Federation, Federation of, of planets. planets. Yeah, the United Federation of Planets uh, mm-hmm. was founded by tech bros because they're in San Francisco and it <laughs> all looks like Apple computers. This is a very chicken and the egg thing, though, because didn't Apple computers base themselves near San Francisco because of the thing from Star Trek? I mean, I think Apple is in like Seattle or something, but every new technology no, Microsoft that comes out is of- in Seattle. Yeah, uh, I think Apple is based in Apple's Cupertino, in... which is right yeah, outside of San Francisco. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but it's, like, yeah, maybe they did go there because... But I like, think they did. Was San Francisco already starting to be techie in the 60s when they decided that that's where it was? I don't think I, so. I think it was I, mostly the naval yards and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. maybe that's it. Maybe that's why they put the Federation there, because there yeah. was already a military presence. Well, wasn't Gene like, Roddenberry from there? Or somebody important was from there, and they wanted that to be, like, still an important city in the future. That also seems pretty likely. I'm gonna... No, I'm not gonna, because yeah, I'm not allowed to. You're not allowed to look up things on the internet. We have to keep this rule. Cecil, Everyone in Hollywood is from California, right? Probably. Like, everyone who's ever made a TV show, like... Where, wherever they were born, they died in California. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. California, where artists come to die. <laughs> That's the motto over that uh, cemetery, the famous one where Marilyn Monroe is. Hollywood so, Long. Okay, wait, I have to point this out because it's amazing. It's not called Hollywood Long. What's it called? Uh, the Hollywood Forever, Forever Cemetery. Yeah, what am I thinking one. of? Something Long is the one outside D.C.? Arlington Forest Lawn? Forest Lawn. That's one. Yeah, Yeah. there it is. Okay, but let me point something out because it's amazing, and this is something that Jen, my girlfriend, pointed out to me, and it's changed my whole life. Uh Uh-oh. Every time you watch a movie where a scene takes place in a cemetery, they show you a shot of the, like, gates at the 
entrance to the cemetery, and the sign over it always just says cemetery. <laughs> like, there's never a name for any of the cemeteries, and it is hilarious. Now, every time I see that, I'm like, what the fuck, you were buried in cemetery? Yeah, like, like as if every cemetery is from a cartoon, yeah. and that cartoon is Batman, and the cemetery is Arkham Asylum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. I like when uh, it's like wrought iron and uh, <laughs> Jeff keeps trying to put his Reddit uh, thing it's in the chat. It's not showing up as a link. <laughs> yeah. I like when it's a wrought iron uh, one and then it has like the letters separately cut out. Yes. That's yeah, cool. that's the ones I'm talking about. They always are like that, but it just says cemetery. It's great. <clears throat> what if it says pet cemetery? Am I right? Oh but man, it's cemetery spelled, spelled all wrong. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Why does he do that? Was oh, I guess because drugs, kids right? Are stupid. No, kids are stupid, and they made the pet cemetery, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, but also Stephen King was on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Which book did he not remember writing? Was it Tommyknockers? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I know that he's said it, but I can't remember which book he said it about. Well, I guess we'll never know. Did you know? You know how Stephen <clears throat> King was walking along the side of the road in Maine, and someone hit him and almost killed him. Yes. Do you remember that from a few years ago? Yes. Um, yes. That guy who almost hit and killed him died the next year on Stephen King's birthday. Did he, did he get thinner? Was of he like thinner a, and thinner? <laughs> he died of like the... a massive heart attack or something. But on Stephen oh, King's birthday. he got that's fatter. Crazy. He got right? fatter and fatter. S- Stephen King then bought the van and destroyed it. Everything's Was weird. That... Stephen King might actually be in a Stephen King novel as well. No, that's not a joke. Stephen King legitimately bought the van after he recovered, I guess probably after that guy died. And And then he ate it. Yeah, he ate it piece by piece. (laughs) He becomes stronger. The thing that couldn't kill him, he has killed. (laughs) When he consumes the final piece will be the day of his either death or ascension, depending (laughs) on what other pieces fall into place. (laughs) Yep. Depending on whether Roland has reached the Black Tower. Depending yep. on Dark, if he turns Dark that Tower, last Man in Black. Piece into I haven't Horcrux read those books. Right. <laughs> Horcrux is a different person. Mm, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Ooh, have you ever seen J.K. Rowling and Stephen King in the same room? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if they've met. They definitely have. They've probably met, and as soon as they shook hands, it was like electricity between them. They like were when... like, oh, you're the other successful author. <laughs> <laughs> like when. L and Light Yagami meet, and they just know. Except J.K. Rowling and Stephen King kiss afterwards. Now this is uh, L. McPherson you're talking about? Mm, nope, L from Death Note, the anime. Mm, uh, was it played by L. McPherson? That would be pretty fun. Whenever I hear the name Death Note, I think of the Patton Oswalt stand-up comedy bit about Deathbed, the bed that eats people. <laughs> yes. That's a real movie that exists. <laughs> yes. Yep. Matt, did you talk about your online? No, I've been waiting for fucking ever for somebody to ask me what I've done online, but you guys always forget that I'm on this show. What did you do online this week? I was was going (laughs) to let Louisa prompt you, but then I just went. Yeah, no one ever stops talking, so I can say it. No. Yeah, men talk over women. We get it. I mean, <laughs> you say that's... that as if it excuses you. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That. What if you were like a, a begrudging feminist? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, men are men are be- men are like treated better by society. Ugh. I feel like that's a lot of people. Yeah, who I think say that's most feminist. people. I think I might be one of those. <laughs> Not yeah, because I of... know they don't get enough representation. I've heard it already. Can you stop talking about it? 
Yeah, I guess that is a thing. Whoops, I made myself sad. That might be everyone in the world right now, to be honest. Because I know a lot of people who are just like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I am absolutely... um, I mean, it's a privilege that I have as a cishet white dude, but I am so so tired of the problems in the world and talking about them. Yep. It's more just a matter of, like, and uh, again, yes, I'm I'm aware that this is kind of a privilege thing, but, like, it's, the, it's a little bit tiring to know that every time anything comes out that you like, people are gonna be mad at it for not being, not aligning with whatever thing. Yes, you know? and I'm sure it's much more exhausting for every movie to come out to be insulting to your existence. But also, it does become like a treadmill that won't stop speeding up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so you watch a thing and you're like, wow, this is a really good movie and it really has a, like an excellent representation <clears throat> of like a main character who's a woman and she's like empowered and you know it passes the Bechdel test and all of these great things. And then somebody's like... Yeah, but it wasn't a black woman, and you're like, fuck, I thought it was a good, I thought it was good, but you're right, ah! I yeah, like, like it. everyone just has a different uh, breaking point on that, so you, it is privilege, but sometimes you can go, yeah, I know that, but I like it anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I do that for a lot of stuff, because, yeah. like, I, I, I mean, I feel bad when, like, uh, I, there's stuff that I get to like, because I can ignore the parts of it that are horrible and disgusting. But Mm -hmm. there are plenty of people who will, for example, not be able to listen to an Eminem song because he uses some words and imagery that are unpleasant towards large swaths of humanity. (laughs) Also, there will be some people who cannot uh, appreciate an Eminem song because they're bad. (laughs) That's the other way that they won't be able to appreciate them. Hey, now they're very bad, but when he was still, like, poor and sad, they were pretty good. (laughs) I mean, they were good in the way that, like, a They Might Be Giants song is good, and I'm putting air quotes here. Why are you like, They're good. That's a good band. Well, you don't no. want to listen to their, them ever. Yeah, like, they're good because they're... <laughs> that is true! Yes! I never want to listen to them, but I like their songs whenever I hear them. Like, I genuinely really <laughs> like some of their songs, especially, like, some of their more mainstream stuff, like Birdhouse in Your Soul is an excellent song, but is it a good song? Because the problem is, and, like, I we, I know we all listen to our debut album, the podcast where they write songs every month, and the the thing that they say there where they like one of the rules they have for themselves is that they have to take it seriously, and I think that's the problem I have with both Eminem and They Might Be Giants is that like the the thing that they're doing is a good example of the thing that they're doing, but they're <coughs> not trying to be genuine, and so I can't give a fuck. You know what mm. I mean? I guess. I don't know, I also just kind of like dumb stuff sometimes, too. <laughs> it's, it's not even I that it's it... dumb, it's just that it's like, it's it's not trying to convey anything other than being clever, and I just don't have the energy to be like, yes, you're right, that was clever, good job. Exactly, it's yeah. novelty music, and I treat novelty music like any other comedy, where I can't listen to it like music, I listen to it like a comedy album, like maybe... Once every couple months, I'll repeat, I'll go back to either a comedy album I really like or a novelty song album that I like, but it's not everyday listening like music is. Here's a question. Are any novelty songs that are comedy actually funny? 
Because yes. I think some of the Flight of the Concord songs are kind of funny to me, but none of them have ever made me laugh. Like, I don't think I novelty don't songs are funny. I don't know. The song about the, the office supplies being a metaphor for world peace from Flight of the Concords, the first time I heard it, I laughed for sure. Okay. I sometimes also, have to stifle laughter listening to The Lonely Island, and I know that's a little embarrassing because they're also yeah, yeah. the no, favorite of good. frat bros, but... Yeah, they like it in the wrong one. way, like we were talking yes, about earlier. That's another yeah, example of people is. liking things the wrong way. Yeah, it is cool to be on a boat. Like, no, you listen to the song wrong, idiot. He's making fun of you. Yes. That's like a huge problem with with a certain type of comedian these days, is that like people will get like super popular and famous with the exact crowd of people that they hate and were making fun of. Well, that's why Sarah Silverman and Michael Ian Black both stopped doing irony in their acts entirely like two or three years ago. If you go on their Twitter feeds, they don't make any jokes where the joke is that they're pretending to have the opposite opinion of of how they feel because too many people were taking it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, Depressing. and it's fun. It it is fun to follow Michael Ian Black on Twitter just to see how mad his <laughs> followers get at him. Because now that he's being genuine, they're like, "You're not the guy that I thought you were." And he's like, "Well, that was a joke, and I was making fun of you when I was doing that, so you're wrong." Yeah, yeah. It's really uh, like I listened to Sarah Silverman's most recent album. I think it was 2015 release, and. All of the I jokes think you're just thinking it. of the movie Wreck It Ralph, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I <laughs> listened to the Wreck It Ralph soundtrack. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All of the jokes on it were delivered with the same cadence, but they were like about struggles in her personal life instead of about how saying the N word or uh, saying like farting Jesus is funny because of how outlandish it is. Yeah. Yep. So what anyway. did I do on the internet, you asked? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> um, I, uh, so we talked about it very briefly before the show started, but I've been playing the new game Persona 5, um, and it's really, really good, uh, and I just wanted to talk briefly about it, because one of the things, it's not exactly my cup of tea, like, it's not aimed at me, and I'm aware of that, but it's still good. It's one of the most visually cohesive video games I've ever played, and I didn't even realize that was a problem until until I started playing this game, but, like, all of the menus and, like, text boxes and everything is all in that same sort of stylized, like, Hot Topic style. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's all, like, yeah. shades of black and red, and, like, everyone is in, like, negative space silhouettes all the time and stuff, so it's, like, very, like, weird trying too hard to be cool, uh, like, style, and it's great. It's so much more immersive than even a game like, just because we've talked about it so much, Breath of the Wild is obviously a better game. It is a very good Zelda game. However, one of the things that I didn't realize I didn't like about it until I started playing Persona 5 is that the menus are very jarring to the aesthetic of the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, they're just, fair. like, it, I was talking about this earlier, it, that's one of the differences from earlier Zeldas, like, in an earlier Zelda game, you would get, like, a journal, and you, if you look at the journal, on pages, you would see in fake handwriting, <laughs> side quests that you have, but now, 
that's just in a menu because it's a video game and that's easier. They don't try to integrate it into the world. And I get that that's not what they're doing in Persona, but it's like the fact that they went to the effort to make those like uh, meta-textual elements still look like the textual elements is interesting. I like that. Yeah, and it's super rad. Something I've never really noticed when I've played RPGs before is like the transition between walking around and fighting a monster like obviously it's gonna go to a different screen that's how rpgs are however like when you finish a fight in persona 5 your your party starts like running down the hallway that they were in and then over them like the credits to an action movie come up like (laughs) xp 45 (laughs) items found whatever and then like then it the camera just pans around and takes you back to where you were so it's not like there's ever just like a box of text popping up. It's always incorporated into this weird, super stylized action movie style. And it's really fun. It's really fun to look at. (laughs) Didn't, didn't Metal Gear Solid five do that a little bit. Like you'd get opening credits, um, before every mission as if it was like an eighties era Vietnam movie. Yeah, I, I never played any of the Metal Gear games because I didn't like the one that I tried to play, but I have heard of that. and That's it, a reasonable opinion to have. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of games have done it to varying degrees of success. Like, um, Left 4 Dead did the thing where it was like you yeah. were casting actors in the roles in your zombie movie before every uh, mission and stuff, and that's fine and cool, but... I just like the fact that this game isn't doing the thing of, like, well, it's a menu, so, like, people will expect it to be a menu, and we don't need to worry about it. Like, they really put in, like, animations and character, like, movements and stuff, and everything is done on your phone, so there's, like, smartphone apps that are in the same style as everything else. It's really cool. It's really, they really put a lot of thought and effort into it, and I I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, those games have been, like, all about style uh, so much, which I I think is an interesting choice to make. I, I guess the that's sort of like an anime or Japanese culture thing in general. Like, um, yeah. what is it? The World Ends With You is another super stylish RPG that's, like, just about being a Japanese teen, but also it, there's magic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, actually, yes, Persona 5 is a, it reminds me a lot of The World Ends With You now that you mention it. Um, also, I would like to point out, it's very weird to me because it's very good in the, in its style and doing a lot of good work with its style, but its style is not a style that I like. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it's weird to me because I'm like, this is amazing. You guys did such a good job of sticking to this aesthetic that is awful and I hate it. (laughs) Did they not get Hot Topic in Japan until, like, 2011? Because I, they only, like, recently started doing goth stuff in games. Yeah, but man, they love it. I don't actually, I don't know. I feel like, I kind of feel like everything about Japanese culture that I know of, and it obviously it's probably partially in the translation, but everything I know of Japanese culture is just, like, all of the dumb shit that we were into in high school, and then somebody <laughs> was like, hey, stop doing that, that's stupid. Like, no I... one ever said that to anyone in Japan, so everyone was like, oh yeah, zippers on everything is cool. <laughs> These giant pants are, are cool, and no one has ever told me otherwise. <laughs> I think I a bit of that is a function timely. of like looking directly at Tokyo, for instance, because I find if I go to Manhattan, I see people wearing some whack shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. Is this guy really wearing a cape here in the streets of Manhattan? Yeah, he sure is. (laughs) I feel like you could see (laughs) zipper or giant pants people in Manhattan. (laughs) That's probably true, but that is, I think that is more to do with the Manhattaner attitude that most people I know who live in Manhattan have, which is, like... I, I, my opinion is more important than everyone else in the world's opinion added up. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, well, I think this is cool and I'm a New Yorker, so my opinion must be valid. <laughs> like there's they a naked cowboy the thing from different angles. Don't you think? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. It's there's a naked cowboy here. So whatever I wear won't be uh, the dumbest thing that someone's wearing. So <laughs> I can express myself that's, in the dumbest ways possible. That's a really good Point, that's a po- good point that I hadn't considered before, Jeff. Like, there's something. There must be something very reassuring about the idea of like, well, I'm just going to try out this hat because even if I look like a douche, I won't be the douchiest person on any of the streets I walk down today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in Manhattan, see... it's acceptable if someone says "nice hat, asshole" for you to yell "fuck <laughs> you" to that person. Yeah. Die in a car fire, idiot! I hate you. What time is it, by the way? Also, I should point out that in Manhattan, if someone says nice hat, asshole, they may not be being insincere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a love connection, you dumb fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Like, people have very weird attitudes about what is okay to say to strangers in Manhattan. Misconnection. M4M. You called me an asshole, and I just wanted to say, um, I also liked your hat, doucher. I told you to get fucked, but I still think we can have fun going out sometimes. I think it's time for both of us. I think you should get fucked, if you know what I mean. Yep. Good job. We all reached that joke. Yep. It's important. Okay. So, random subreddits time. Um, Yeah, we done it. Mm -hmm. We did it. So, Louisa, why don't you say your one? (laughs) Well, I happen to get r slash eczema, which seems to be people talking about dealing with the skin condition eczema. And in the title bar on the Chrome tab, it says eczema colon the itch that rashes. Oh, man. That's (laughs) not even. Which is horrible. What does that even mean? The itch that rashes? I think. Because they say eczema is so terribly itchy all the time that maybe it, no. you don't even, like, it'll break out in a rash, but it might just itch, even if it's oh, not. Oh, you think, okay, it, it, I, I was trying to figure out if it was some kind of pun on a real phrase, like, I don't, think I so. don't know, <laughs> like, the, the, the witch that rushes or something, <laughs> like. No, but, I think like, it's I saying, tr- like, a rash that itches. Who is the witch that rushes? You. Is that Streganona? <laughs> A, a witch, a witch sure. rushing her, free, uh, and there's little... time for me. In her Strig- mortar and pestle. <laughs> yeah, she rushes pasta to cover that whole town. <laughs> so it happened. <laughs> Did that happen? There was definitely a book where there was she an old Italian witch yes. who has She's... a bowl that makes infinite pasta, and then somebody steals it and drowns a whole town in pasta. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I have this pasta, but I only have a stone to flavor it with. No, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Oh, that was a that was a good callback. That was our longest callback yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I th- I wonder if that story about having infinite pasta when I was a kid warped my mind because all I ever want to eat is pasta now. I think that all of those stories were 
uh, a little bit about how socialism is bad. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you have this infinite resource, but be careful, you can't, you have to actually throw some of it away for everyone's safety. I think even more so, they comfort people's selfishness in that you kind of know it would be better to get all, all the different people's different ingredients together to feed the whole town, but you don't want to. Like, you feel that selfishness in yourself, so you're like, yeah. why would this be a bad idea? It seems like a very good idea, but I don't like it, so why is it bad? Well, oh, yeah, uh, he's Hold tricking on. us with That's that what I'm stone. Saying. Shut up! <laughs> if someone's tricking you, then you never should have fallen for it, so you're justified in the first place saying, oh, yeah. no, on. no, I don't want to do that because it's a trick. <laughs> Hold on. We're learning the wrong lesson. Yeah, you I'm guys saying are taking the wrong what... thing from this art. Are you saying that there's anyone in the world who gets to the end of the story stone soup and is like, those suckers. Like, <laughs> yes! Those, all those yeah. suckers in that town got that meal and came together and learned that, that they should share. Yes! Literally everyone of... who wears a suit to work. <laughs> a lot of mythology has a trickster figure, and the trickster figure sometimes uh, works on people's, like, just goodness. Where they're like, oh, if I could only have one watermelon, then maybe we could blah, blah, blah. And so if someone... No, wait, finish that story. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really a story. But the idea that the the trickster is playing on someone's goodness. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's... But that's not what happens in that story, (sighs) though. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people to be nice. Yeah, but the the moral of that story, like... I don't think it's possible for anyone to take away from that story that those suckers were tricked and they shouldn't have listened to him. Because the whole point of it is like, oh, they learned that sharing is better and they're all friends now. Yeah, but things like uh, Striking Down and the Infinite Pasta, all those things, the trickster stories, they're all about, like, no, you're actually smart if you're selfish. Like, it's not, you said it wasn't teaching socialism, I am trying to agree with you. Also, I think yeah. Struganona and the Infinite Pasta was the worst J.K. Rowling book, but the <laughs> best Stephen King book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they both wrote a different version of it? No, they wrote it together because they're the same person. It was while they oh, were that's transitioning. Right. Yes. <laughs> they're ambidextrous and they wrote it one with each hand. <laughs> oh man, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, Frankenstein that's made half of J.K. Rowling and half of Stephen King. I yep. hope they're the same height. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely aren't. They okay. have to nope. wear one of those big orthopedic shoes <laughs> on the one leg. So the itch that rashes, we're definitely not doing that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's horrible. I don't want like a disease, like a, a, the official subreddit of a bad skin condition that a lot of people have. Yep, yep. I also yep. don't like Jeff's one this week. Jeff, what do you have? <laughs> I have R slash Hail Corporate, um, and I am not sure. Whether it is pro or anti-corporate. It's definitely I anti. clicked on it, and it is. it seems to actually be anti-Reddit, if you read a bit of their sidebar. Oh, fun. Um, I'm not going to do that unless we pick it. <laughs> yeah, I, this one will make us too angry. I, I'm 100% sure that yeah. we will get off on a not-at-all-funny zero-jokes rant if we do this one. I'll just <laughs> say that the top-pinned one is, Reddit is being manipulated by professional shills every day. That's probably well, a little awesome. bit true. Yeah, probably a little bit true, but... Oh, but it links to a YouTube video <laughs> that is definitely going to be a dude in a fedora with a ponytail telling me that feminism is bad. But if you go to this subreddit and you're, like, a regular and you read that stuff all the time, that can't be good. <laughs> yeah. Why would you follow this? Like, it seems yeah. like, okay, there's 88,000 people who subscribe to this Reddit. 
And I feel <laughs> like if you ever got to the point where you believed this Reddit enough to subscribe to it, wouldn't you also be at the point to be like, I should stop reading Reddit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I'm being indoctrinated by ads. Guess what? You're also being indoctrinated by all this information uh, about ads, too. It's, like, not as bad of an indoctrination, but, like, if your attitude is you want to think for yourself, you shouldn't be on Reddit subscribed to mad subreddits about like, people who are angry. Well, that's the thing about cognitive dissonance, isn't it? Like, people are always like, oh, I didn't get tricked by your brainwashing. This other brainwashing (laughs) is real. (laughs) That's the thing I always feel when I hear people talking about, like, you know, conservatives typically being like, well, you can't trust this news outlet that said this thing, or even though they had these sources or whatever, you know. And then you're like, I I just want to know, like, what about... What about Donald Trump made it that you felt like that was the person to trust? Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> I don't understand. I feel like it's reaching past him and thinking for a lot of them, like, oh, we can use this guy to pass the terrible legislation we want to pass. Yeah, but then it's always a thing where it's like, it's sort of like the whole thing where, uh, not to let throw fuel on the fire for people who think all science is a joke like we <laughs> talked about earlier, but like... <laughs> You know how the, there's the, the tenet in science that, like, you you never assume that things are a certain way until it's proven to be that way? Like, you're supposed yeah. to question everything, and then you're like, okay, but, like, you can't prove to me that gravity is going to be real tomorrow, so, like, we've built our whole society around the idea that gravity is real? Are you saying we should dis- disem- disassemble everything because we can't be sure that gravity is going to keep working? And, like... Yeah. Obviously that's not true, so there has to be a point where that basic tenet of your philosophy breaks down, but where is that line, and like, I don't know. I, it's about, it's, I think it's more about the ability to adjust your worldview based on new information, because like, we, people existed in the world before we knew about, like, before we had a name for gravity, or knew the... Yeah. <laughs> roughly the rules of how it functioned taking in that new information allowed us to do more things like put things into orbit for example i mean that's not like an a to b the year after we discovered <laughs> gravity and named it we have moon bases but like if we didn't have the <laughs> names to talk about gravity we wouldn't have been able to do that and i feel like anything else wouldn't disprove gravity in air quotes so much as like change the way we think about what gravity is well yeah and i'm not necessarily talking about the people who are like well like science science is just another belief system because i think anyone who says that is not the same person like (laughs) you you can't say that you can't say that that's true if you drive a car because science is the thing that made us understand combustion enough to have a car. But like, the... it's a belief system that you could be wrong, right? Well, there's, I, I forget who it was, but somebody said the difference is that science works. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Um, no, but like, scientists themselves will admit that we don't understand gravity enough to, like have a basis for the belief that gravity will keep working other than that it always has. Yeah. We don't know where gravity comes from, what generates it really. We just know that it is like we have all we have to go on it is historical precedent. So by the rules of science, 
we shouldn't assume it's going to keep happening that way, but we kind of have to. Well, yeah, I I only discovered that we don't know why gravity works like three weeks ago, and I keep remembering, and it keeps freaking me out. <laughs> Wait, well, what? Speaking... You only found this out three weeks ago? <laughs> I thought someone knew why gravity worked. <laughs> I'm trying to, <laughs> but we don't know. It just works. <laughs> speaking okay. of defying gravity, what subreddit did you get, Matt? Well, I Wicked? got the one that I got the one that we're gonna do, and I hate it, but we're gonna do it, and it's r slash cats standing up. <laughs> There's nothing to read on it is the problem, which is yeah. why I think we might do hail corporate. The thing that makes sidebar. me so angry, yeah. Quick sidebar, yeah. Jeff made a wicked reference, but fuck that. If we're using the phrase defying <laughs> gravity, it's always gonna be a queen <laughs> reference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That's probably where they took it, right? Because that's supposed to be like a cool rock-inspired musical. I don't think I've ever heard a single song from the musical Wicked that came out when I was in high school in the theater program and everyone loved it. I've I read seen that it on Broadway. Book. It was okay. I read the book. <laughs> that's how I feel about everything I've seen on Broadway. It was okay. I am so... That opinion makes me so happy. <laughs> it makes me happier than people who don't like it. <laughs> because it's like that deflates a balloon so much more to yeah. be like, nah, I, I get it. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't I don't think I believe that about every musical, but I think every musical that somebody told me I was gonna love before I went into it, I came out like, yeah, okay. I see. I, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Most musicals are just uh, better as movies or animated yeah. films. The best you, musical like, I ever saw was Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, because it was all just big costumes, and you're like, well, if I'm gonna go <laughs> see something live, yeah, I'll see some big costumes, sure. Yeah, I just don't like live theater, yeah. says the guy who has a degree in it. <laughs> you know how you know how uh, sometimes you watch something or read something on someone's recommendation, and then at the end you're like, oh, that person doesn't understand me at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, they're not very you're subtweeting <laughs> You're subtweeting me on my podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no that, hang on. Uh... Hang on, time out. I gotta respond to that. <laughs> because I understand you, Jeff, well enough to know that you aren't recommending things to me because you think I like them. You recommend <laughs> things to me because you want to have something like to talk them. to about them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, that's not an intentional choice by me. It's because my brain is structured in an incredible incredibly self-centered way (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's fine but it took like i needed to understand that about you as a friend to be like okay when jeff recommends something to me i should ignore it until somebody else recommends it yeah it's just because it's (laughs) just because you're being a scientist about it and you need another (laughs) i need at least two sources before i can (laughs) act on it well, I've found, disappointingly, that a lot of people who have recommended me a book and been like, this is amazing. People who aren't, you know, actual friends, but acquaintances, co-workers. And I've read the book, and I've been like, well, this wasn't very good. And then I'm like, oh, they're not very smart. Like, they loved oh, it yeah. because it's, like, childish writing. You know how sometimes somebody will recommend something to you, and you know for a stone-cold fact that they are basing that recommendation on nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. oh, you're recommending this book to me? We've never talked about books. Like, why, <laughs> yeah. w- like, what about me makes you think that I would like a biography of Winston Churchill? <laughs> and then you're kind of trying to CSI it of, like, is this yeah. just a self-centered choice where they want to talk about it? Or, like... Do they think I'm a fat, angry British man? Like, yeah, that's that, not that entirely pop- untrue about me. So, I mean, maybe. That popular image macro of the four panels of the lady looking at geometry in the air. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's that. Yes. It's like how, like, I've gotten to the point where I don't recommend people things that I like for the most part. Like, I, I probably give my most recommendations to our friend Cassie, because um, she watches uh, Netflix more than I do. I'll watch, like, one episode of something and be like, I think Cassie would like this. I'm not going to watch it anymore, though. <laughs> like, uh, Voltron, the new Voltron cartoon on Netflix. I recommended that to her, and she watched the whole thing. I loved it. Yeah. I haven't gone back to it. That's yeah, terrible. I hoard my recommendations <laughs> until I'm really sure that the person I'm recommending it to will really like it. Yeah, I, that's I, what... I will say, as someone who's known Louisa for a long time, I really appreciate that. Because when Louisa <laughs> well, recommends something to me, I'm like, oh, I probably will like this. <laughs> but the, well, tru- that's why... the trouble is, then, when you're like, wow, this is perfect for Matt, I'm going to recommend it to him. But Matt has so many people telling him garbage recommendations all the time. If he's like, okay, maybe I'll check it out. You're like, oh, no, no, you have to check it out. It's true, <laughs> Louisa. I am very popular. You're right. <laughs> I, well, actually had the... I did the same thing with uh, Louisa when I recommended Persona however many episodes ago. <laughs> I've barely played that. It just yeah. seems like something a Louisa would probably like. And I, I know don't Louisa even remember that you'd you. recommended it, so it's fine. <laughs> I know Louisa better than you, and I think Louisa actually probably would like it. But yeah, see? So... That was a good instinct on my part. <laughs> I will probably try it. I just don't like those uh, weird mascot friends or whatever they are. Yeah, or the gun shooting in the head part you also didn't like. I think it's entirely possible that you will enter into it assuming you won't like it, and thus you will ruin it for yourself, but if you try, (laughs) you might like it. That sounds like reverse psychology, where you're like, "Mm, if you're going to be cool about it, you'll probably like (laughs) it. Exactly, that's what I'm going for. Uh, No, I actually had the opposite of this happen to me recently, though, because uh, I was, like, at a a work function with some people. Uh, We were, you know, doing a training team-building exercise weekend type thing. Um, Did you have to move from squares of paper on the floor and then there was lava in between? No, it wasn't quite that team-building-y, but it was, like, sitting around in a room, like, talking about who we are outside of work so that we would be better friends, so that we could work better as a team. Which I hate, but that's yeah. what we did. It's none of my coworkers' business what I do with any of my time when I'm not at work. Right. So I try to hide my real self as much as possible from everyone. Um, Same. But yep. <laughs> agreed. But, this uh, is normal. We all agree. We have three agreeing opinions. Yep. I wear headphones for eight hours a day, and I don't know any of my coworkers' names. Go on. <laughs> um, but one of the things we had to put on there was uh, talking about like a recent personal life project we worked on uh, and talk about it briefly. And so I talked about the fact that I had written for this book, the, the new edition of Scion and that it was, it got a huge Kickstarter uh, response and like lots of people were very excited to, to get it. Uh, and I, I spoke in vague enough terms that like, it was just like, I helped write a book and the book is very popular and like we're printing it and it's going to, it's already sold out. It's first printing and all kinds of great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on that night, one of my coworkers was like, so how can I get a copy of your book? And I was like, you don't want it. <laughs> I know yeah. you don't. <laughs> it's not sold here. Yeah. But it Look, was... I'm going to give you a coupon that says, get out of jail free. And you're going to not talk to me about this book anymore. <laughs> but here was the weird thing, because I was like, well, you probably don't want my book. And then she was like, well, why? And I explained, you know, it's a game book. It's sort of like Dungeons and Dragons. And she's like, oh, I love Dungeons and Dragons. And I was like, oh, no. Like, the even worse than her, like, trying to be friends with me (laughs) is like 
what if we actually could be friends? <laughs> that is yeah, the worst well, thing. it's so much worse <laughs> that she might actually be, be good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh no, it's a cool person. I'm going to have to learn their name. <laughs> Take my headphones off. Uh, well, <sighs> even worse is when there's a twist. I think I've mentioned this before, but someone at work was like, hey, do you watch Game of Thrones? And I was like, yeah, I love it. Which was a big mistake on my part, because then they started telling me their theories, which are all so stupid, mm-hmm. and incorporate things that were major plot points that they forgot had happened. <sighs> and I'm like, this... no, he can't be king, because he died last season. <laughs> like, oh, it's so infuriating, and she won't stop talking to me about it now. <laughs> this happens, um, we all listen to the Adventure Zone, but I'm a member of a Facebook group of uh, Matt, you might be a member too, but yes. you probably don't. Uh, you probably unfollowed it because uh, I only ever see it when you like a post on it, and then I'm like, "That's <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that's a post on there." Every like every other day, someone will be like, "I have a theory for how the story is going to turn out," and their theory <laughs> involves something like uh, massive time travel or like interdimensional twins or like it's always stuff where it's like. That hasn't been established, and there is an explanation based on what has been established that you're ignoring. <laughs> and I pointed out, like, oh, well, actually, that's probably going to turn out to be this thing that you're forgetting. And they're like, mm, no, I actually still like my theory better. <laughs> I'm like, no! Like, Magnus isn't going to travel back in time and become the bad guy. That's not going to happen. You remember that big gap in his memory? That's where it... Okay, like... <laughs> Guys, I'll be right back. Hold on. Uh-oh. Oh no! Is the, is going to come back in character? Because that's always what happens when someone says they'll be right back in a podcast. <laughs> you hear him walking away and then walking back up to the microphone. Well, how about like now I'm Sea Biscuit? How about we take this opportunity to actually look at our Reddit? Oh <laughs> uh, God, I don't want to do cats standing up because every word on the page is cat followed by a period. Yep. Cat standing up. Oh yeah, there's no other information. It's all just the word cat. Damn it. Yeah, the top cat. <laughs> Like, below the cat and then a space is the hidden rules page. I hate that. Like, the rule is everything is cat and a period. No. Uh, All posts containing tigers will be removed. Only house cats. I hate it. (laughs) You have a cat, though. You like cats. Yeah. No, I do like cats. I just hate this specific style obsession with cats. Does Gideon like, ever stand up, or is he too much of a chunky dumpster to manage that one? <laughs> he is amazingly agile for a cat that weighs 17 or more pounds. <laughs> he last went to the vet, like, two years ago, and he weighed 17... Well, probably three years ago, and he weighed 17 pounds at the time, <laughs> and he's about in the same shape now. Um, he is... He can, like, run and jump real good, like, way better than he should be able to, uh... <laughs> But no, I, he probably does He stands up if I'm, like, holding something that he wants. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, it's... I guess we're gonna talk about cats a lot. I mean, <laughs> this is probably better than looking at Hail Corporate, which is a little dense lore-wise. Yeah. I know that's a weird thing to say, but there seems to be, like, a lingo and a bunch of, like, things about Reddit that we would need to know to talk about Yeah, this I feel like it's too deep down in conspiracy theories to yeah. start to use shorthand for things, like, like uh, you know, these secret Reddit chemtrails, and you're like, what? What is that? <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> yeah, there's about? a bunch... 
there's a bunch of stuff about how um, corporate overlords have influenced the uh, posts on Reddit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it seems to be... Um, yeah, I'm reading the sidebar now, and it is specifically about the way um, corporate censorship works on Reddit and being mad at that. Yeah. I thought it was, like, gonna be about ads in general, um, but no, it's specific... It's, it's like, inside baseball about Reddit ads. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get being mad about it, but I think, uh, unless you're heavily invested in Reddit, you just then leave Reddit if it bothers you that much, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do like that the second highest post of all time is a joke about the entire subreddit. It's, uh, Hail Corporate's upvote button looks a lot like a Dorito. I'm back. Hello. You alright? We, ta- we were just talking about why we're not going to do Hail Corporate, uh, and also why the Cats one is bad. It is so bad, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the fact that everything on it, that uh, every word on it is just the word cat is so, yeah. like... I'm that. not a violent man, but it really makes me want to hit someone just to be like, yeah. you are the, why are you like this? <laughs> and every piece of content on it is just literally an image of a cat standing up. Although I do like that the to- second top post of all time, like on Hail Corporate, is a joke making fun of the subreddit. <laughs> it's a picture of the cat Meowth from Pokemon, a screenshot from Pokemon Go. <laughs> Because that is just a cat standing up. I'm confused by the top of all time, which is rated 18+, plus, and it comes up all pixelated, and you have to click on it to see it. And am I seeing, like, a substitute image? Because I didn't prove my age somehow, because this is just some cat standing up looking over a wall? No, yeah, that's the one I'm seeing, and I'm logged in to my adult account that I have because I'm a real adult. So I'm, not this... a te- I'm not three teens in a trench coat. <laughs> oh my god, three teens in a trench coat? They'd be like such a tall, tall adult. I'm 15 feet tall. <laughs> it's a very big trench coat and life is hard. Hold on, 15 feet tall. So these teens are only five feet tall apiece? <laughs> uh, no, they're sitting on each other's shoulders, oh, okay. duh. They're, they have long torsos. Shut up, I didn't do it right. So the top one of all time is a joke about how it's not safe for work, that they're looking at something we don't see. Is that the joke? I don't know. I think it might have just been to hide the thumbnail so that you couldn't see that it was two oh. images. I get it. Um, yeah. This yeah. subreddit's fine. I like pictures of cats. I like looking at them. Can I can I take a moment to point out one of my favorite moments of being friends with Jeff from my whole life? Okay. Uh, am I going to like or dislike this moment? <laughs> I think you'll like it. I'm not sure how you feel about it after the fact, but when we were in college, we would we were like in a theater troupe together, as probably most of the people who listen to this also were and already know. Um, uh, and Jeff, uh, there was one time when this girl was at one of the rehearsals. I don't know if Jeff knew her. I certainly did not. But she was talking about how she thought she had this great idea for a t-shirt, and she really wanted to actually make it. And it was um, one of those twists on the, like, keep calm and carry on <laughs> things. Uh-huh. And it was, like, keep calm and, and like, keep talking to the fairies or something. I forget what she wanted it to be. Um, but she was like, this is such a great idea. And she was talking about it for so long. And then Jeff just, like, didn't say anything, but just stood up and walked away. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I don't remember so... this at all. Yeah, and, he, and, like, she was like, what? that was very rude of you. And he's like, you don't know what, you, what, like, he said something along the lines of, you don't know what jokes are. <laughs> <laughs> man, that guy, that guy 
guy sounds great. Yeah. It was really funny because I, I, have... was, I wanted to shut this girl down, but I wasn't talking to her. I could just hear her talking to Jeff. <laughs> and then he shut her down so much better than I could have. It made me so happy. Oh, man. man I have precisely zero memory of this moment <laughs> where my specific series, uh, my specific array of mental illnesses helped me d- accomplish something great. <laughs> I was going to say, I, re- I remember being young when you're like, I'll just do what I want. <laughs> that was an amazing feeling. <laughs> I haven't felt yeah. that in probably a decade. Yeah. Mm, I still kind of do that. Like, people, uh, like, I'll, I don't, I like talking to people when they try to engage with me about things, hmm. or I don't, I don't mind it, which is the, the small, like, the minimum is, yeah, I don't mind. Um, but because I never reach out first, they eventually stop trying to engage me at all. Yeah. Like, there's a guy at work who would come up to me on breaks and we'd talk about comics for a little bit, and then I'd go back to reading my comic. I don't re- I don't remember his name. It might be, like, Ernesto or something. Um, but now <laughs> he, he doesn't... Care. He doesn't exist. He, yeah, because I don't care. He's nobody. But now, like, maybe we could have been friends. I just am ambivalent towards it, so I never would say hello first. <laughs> or I'd be like, hey, and I wouldn't say anything past that. So now he doesn't talk to me anymore. And that's also fine. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bit the opposite, where I have some coworkers who will really try to engage me for a while. Like, what did you do this weekend? And oh, like, where's your family from? And all this bullshit. And I think they think they're really working against my shyness or something. And I think eventually they realize, like, I'm not interested in talking like, to you. Oh, <laughs> no, is... she's just unpleasant. <laughs> this is one of those things that makes me realize that all of those, like, motivational speech things are total bullshit. Because they're always like, well, you know, everyone likes to be asked questions about them. So, yeah. like, if oh, you want to be that. engaging to people, ask them questions. And I'm like, I hate that. Yeah. I hate when people ask me about myself that I have to think of, like, oh, my God, like, am I having a good day? I don't, <laughs> I mean, compared to what? <laughs> what did I do this I... weekend? It's none of your business. <laughs> yeah. How you ask this me sound next like I'm week? Not a crazy person. If I say that I'm going to a party and then you ask me next week about a party, <laughs> I will kill you. I don't want this. <laughs> yep. When the security guy at work, like at the front desk, would ask me um, how I'm doing, I'm usually not doing great because it's seven thirty yep. in the morning and I'm at a job I don't particularly like, and the president's bad, and like <laughs> I don't make enough money, and my like. I have a bunch of problems that make me not great before coffee. So he'll be like, hey, how you doing? I'll be like, eh. I mean, I'm alive. I've been worse. I don't give that automatic response anymore. And it makes people kind of stop asking. I always say, well, I'm here. Which sounds <laughs> that terrible, is perfect. But yeah, people realize they're like, okay. <laughs> oh, no, but the problem is that if someone realizes that that's a pretty good joke, they might want to be friends with you. No one has so far. <laughs> so it's worked out great. Okay. <laughs> Phew. I just realized all the usernames are also cat and then a period. I uh, hate these people yeah. so much. <laughs> Here's my point, though. The reason that I told my story about how the like the, how great it is to be friends with Jeff is because, um, <laughs> like, the thing, the style of humor that is the, like, Oh, so random. Like, <laughs> I've always hated it so much, and I yep. always thought I was the only one, and that was the moment where I realized that all smart people hate it. 
Yeah, yeah. I, uh, the, the, that made, that's why I couldn't get into that, hmm, there was an era of cartoons that both of you are probably too old for anyway, where the main thing about the cartoon is that the characters would yell, and one of them would be voiced by Richard Horvitz, who was Raz in Psychonauts, uh, and this was Angry Beavers and Invader Zim especially, and I didn't mind Angry Beavers, but I hated Invader Zim, and now it's well, coming back and everyone's talking about it again, and I hate it so much, because all the jokes are just, oh, he's yelling a word real loud. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I think we may have actually talked about this on this show before, but, like, the, the, I, I can't help but blame Animaniacs. Because oh, I feel, even though I like it, yeah. I love Animaniacs, <laughs> and I feel like it's another one of those things where people took the wrong thing from it. Because, yep. like Pinky in the Brain, Pinky was supposed to be a character that you hate, and I yeah. did hate him. And yeah, he was like, the worst. You needed to hate the, him. Yeah, Pinky, Pinky in the Brain was for brains, but Pinkies watched it too. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Pinkies would There's watch it, and they'd be like, you need to make "I want to show that's all." <laughs> I want a show that's all pinky, and then, like, they just ruined cartoons for so long. Well, hold on. Did Animaniacs come out before uh, Ren and Stimpy? Because I don't think it did, and I want to blame Ren and Stimpy. Uh, yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Well, any, Late any comedy... Ren and Stimpy was when it went off the rails and got... Yeah. But even at the beginning, they would do weird non-sequitur stuff, and I feel like that really ramped in, up into popular culture. Stimpy was supposed to be either, like, annoying or you kind of felt bad for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was never supposed to be like, oh, I think that what this character is doing is unironically funny. Yeah. Yeah, but I think people don't understand. The thing is, is is it possible to make people understand that a character is bad and you shouldn't like them without explicitly saying that? No, because people yeah. still think Skyler was the bad guy in Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that show had bad in the title and showed the main character's face with bad written on it. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> if you can't convince people that the dude that, like, <clears throat> enjoys making crystal meth and shooting people is the bad guy, <laughs> I just don't know what, I don't know how people consume media anymore. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's, it's a show that, like, very minor spoiler, ends with the main character being like, yeah, I did all that bad stuff because I liked doing evil. <laughs> and people were still like, ah, I'm, I'm gonna miss this, this old, this old Walter White when this show's over. <laughs> like, ugh, come on, but guys. But what's crazy about it is, not just that the consumers who watch it, uh, are wrong and bad and stupid, but also the fact that then the people who make stuff are like, well, I guess if people are bad and stupid and like the wrong things, we'll just make things that are wrong yep. forever. Yeah. It's why it's like the main reason uh, the Deadpool era of characters existed is, and again, people being like, ah, oh, the thing people like about Wolverine isn't his like immortal angst or the fact that he's trying to redeem himself. They like that he's got knives and smokes cigars and yells at people. Yeah, when... like that's that is what a lot of people liked, <laughs> but that is not what like the yeah, thing you were supposed in, to like. When in <laughs> fact, the thing you're supposed to like Wolverine is nothing because he's a bad character. <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, I've read a bunch of good Wolverine comics, but Ooh. most of the best ones are ones where he doesn't pop his claws for anything except picking up a cigar. And all any any good story involving Wolverine is usually about him being as little like the character Wolverine as possible. <laughs> well, that's the thing, uh, yeah, isn't it's... it? Like, uh, stories that involve magic, they're the best when they barely involve any magic at all. Like, they yep. become yeah. the truest and the most meaningful. Yep. yep, the best Doctor Whos are the ones where he, like, loses the TARDIS and is just a guy and has to, like, deal with a normal problem by thinking about it. Or, like, whenever... My, my mantra about Superman stories is, it's a bad Superman story if he solves a problem by punching a guy. Yeah. Yep. Well, all of the best superhero stuff in general is them doing non-superhero things. There's nothing I like more in the whole world than, like, a comic book about superheroes where all of the fights with supervillains happen between panels, and then it's like, well, I gotta do my laundry. Like, that's yeah. awesome. I love that so much. Yeah, I think the I scene mean... I remember best, probably, from uh, Avengers Civil War was uh, them chopping wood outside when they yeah. were doing superhero stuff. <laughs> well, that's also for another reason, which is seeing... No. Uh, Chris Evans in a painted-on t-shirt ripping a log apart. Listen, every he's... every woman in the world re- remembered that scene most of all because of that. He's fine, but I don't like ugh, a guy so ripped. That's he's fine. Creepy. No, it's creepy. <laughs> you wouldn't want to touch him. He'd be all hard. No, that's what you meant by fine. It would be... Uh, like, every time I see anyone who's too in shape, I'm always... I, like... I don't think it's possible to fantasize about somebody who's too in shape because can you imagine trying to live in the same house as them for no. even a week? <laughs> yeah, they're constantly breaking the door frames with their giant muscles. <laughs> Not even that, but like how insufferable it would be to hear them talking about going to the gym all the time. And like you would just hate yourself more than you already do. No, Ronda <laughs> Rousey like, really likes Pokemon. And you just like, wants to be killed by Ronda Rousey. That's all this is. Yes, I would like to be murdered by Ronda Rousey, I'd like her to break my spine in half. And then put me, like, push me into the ground until I'm at grave level. That's so specific. Oh, I mean, that's a new addition. I didn't what's, realize that was part of it until just this moment. What's great about this is the fact that I'm pretty sure most people listening to this will think Jeff is joking, but I know that Jeff is such an honest dude that I'm 100% sure, at least on some level, he genuinely fantasizes about this. I feel like it would be... An especially good relationship, me and Ronda Rousey, because we're around the same age, we both like Pokemon, and I'd always feel a little bit like she might murder me. <laughs> Jeff, are you, like, do you identify as a, a sub? Mm, I, it doesn't make me horny when women tell me what to do, but I do prefer it because I don't have to make decisions that way. Oh, then what you if should the just woman... join a cult, really. What if... <laughs> What if the woman tells you to be horny, though? I've uh, been done. Easy. <laughs> <Okay. I> think, <laughs> she doesn't have to tell me. I think that makes you... <laughs> I, I think that makes you even more of a sub than a sub, because not only are you, like, horny when people tell you to be horny, but, like, you won't even, you won't even get horny until you're told. <laughs> like, the, the being told to do stuff doesn't make you horny unless it's explicit. Like, okay, now wash the floor and also get horny about it. (laughs) 
No, I I don't like chores, and I don't like when people are mean to me. So I don't think that I'm I'm this particular subset of humanity, which is fine to be. But you do like it when people murder you <laughs> and put you in, the, in a grave. I I just want I just want the threat to be there. It would be a little exciting. I think you are into femdom, Jeff. I genuinely think you are, which again is fine. But that seems to be where we're going. I just put in a, uh, I, 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 in her autobiography, she admits to beating up an ex-boyfriend, and that makes it less exciting, because mm. it's more, it's not a threat, it's now a possibility. She seems a little unhinged. Like, when she came on the scene, people are like, oh, she's amazing. But then she had some, like, assault charges and stuff, and I'm like, mm, is she just yeah. another muscled creep? Because she might be. Yeah, she might just be another muscled creep. Also, I uh, kind of feel like wasn't there a whole thing where she actually wasn't that good at fighting and everyone was just talking about her because they're like, oh, look, it's a lady who, like, doesn't look scary but is able to beat up everyone. Like, we can we can market that. She yeah. was undefeated in, in the UFC or whatever for a while, and then she got completely torn apart and quit fighting for like six months because it was her first loss. Uh, and now I'm reading further in the paragraph and it's fine that she beat him up because he took nude pictures of her without her permission. So yeah, now I'm cool bad. with her again. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, and I feel like if you're a professional fighter, though, you should never hit someone who isn't a professional fighter unless yeah. they are hitting someone else and you're defending them. Because <laughs> they're an unarmed person, but you're never an unarmed person. Yeah, oh, no. and now you have weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah, you're Your registered, body you're registered is... <laughs> with the government as a deadly weapon. Yeah, just like the X-Men. Just like Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you really want to have kill you. <laughs> It's <laughs> well, a good to... thing I know where he is at all times because Senator Kelly passed that law that made him register oh, man. his can body. You, can you imagine how mad Wolverine would be if you took nude pictures of him without him telling you? Like, oh like... man, that's why he that's why he tore up the Weapon X program. Yeah. Because he was naked all the time and they he had was, cameras he was everywhere. So nude. That makes so much sense. <laughs> oh man. Did you guys, did you see, I shouldn't even bother asking Louisa because she didn't see it. Matt, did you see X-Men Apocalypse? I did. I have it on Blu-ray because I love terrible movies. Terrible oh, man. superhero movies, specifically. Uh, that was rude of me. Louisa, have you seen X-Men Apocalypse? I've seen two of the X-Men movies and I don't know which ones. It probably was. This was the most recent one. Did you and see the one with, they... with uh, Sansa Stark in it? Nope. I've seen the two earliest yeah. ones, probably. Yeah. I see. Yeah, probably. Uh, there's a scene where they recreate Wolverine's dumbest costume, where he was in the eighties and he the had big, like like masquerade mask. No, where he's basically nude with computers and a VR helmet on. What? Uh, and he has like huge spiky hair, and it's incre- <laughs> it's like incredibly stupid. I like- and they made Hugh Jackman dress up like that. <laughs> I like the implication of that costume that like they were like, okay, we got this guy and made his bones metal because he's the greatest fighter of all time. Now we've got him, and his bones are totes metal. What do we do with him? Uh, let's put him in a sensory deprivation tank because we don't have a plan after this. <laughs> what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, we're gonna make the locks on the tank really easy to break. Yeah, and like some teenagers could break them. Well, okay, but good thing those teenagers did break that because what was your next step, dude? What? Were, where were you going with this? What was your plan? I, I think they were waiting for exactly the events of every X-Men movie, and then <laughs> when they were done brainwashing him, they would send him out to kill all the X-Men. Well, but, like, 
What? I don't know. I mean, all of that brainwashing thing. I don't think that they know how you do brainwashing because I don't think no. putting a VR helmet on someone is a part of it. You literally Every... wash them in a sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like you put the VR helmet on so that he has to do scenarios uh, that you want him to do instead of having to do it. It's it's uh it's just the high tech. Can you imagine? It's a high it's a high tech version of Clockwork Orange. Can right? you imagine the overhead of running a cult if you had to put every cult member through a VR uh, <laughs> session in order to brainwash them? Like the U.S. government should be able to find a more efficient way to brainwash him than having him live a year as a little girl or whatever the fuck <laughs> VR was happening to him. Oh, oh important question though: In that movie, does he wear the blue and yellow spandex with the crazy masquerade mask at any point? No, no, he's only well, in a scene where it's the eighties. Wasn't that the eighties? Was that the nineties? That was in the cartoon. I mean, show, right? In yes, it the was. Mo- in the movie timeline, he was in a Canada bunker in the eighties and wearing that VR helmet with his goofy hair. Hmm. But. To your point, Louisa, they are the thing is they walk this razor thin line with Wolverine of like we want him to be cool and we also want it to be nostalgic and those two things are <laughs> at odds with one another yeah. because he was never cool and yep. still isn't, but yeah. yeah. They will never yeah, put I... him in that yellow jumpsuit, even though it's the only thing I want to see in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing anyone wants out of those movies, and yet he always wears his uniform of that same motorcycle jacket, jeans, and a tank top. Yep. He just looks like an angry dad now. <laughs> All media see, is about did you angry see Logan? these days. No, I didn't. He's, he's very dad in Logan. He finally looks like a man of the age that he is. Oh, that is kind that... of goes to our point, right? Because people have told me that was good. I haven't seen it. But he is, like, in the trailer anyway, not very superhero-y. It's mostly normal person stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly just a sad movie about why being Wolverine is very bad. As far as I can tell, as far stuff. as I can tell, it's just a very serious reboot of a- of Bad Grandpa. <laughs> Incredibly Annie. bad grandpa <laughs> of Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Worst oh, grandpa. And uh, Professor X can be Daddy Warbucks because he's already bald. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It is a hard oh. knock life, Wolverine. It really is. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of Annie puns and I got none. <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow. Uh... All right, so the that's how... Bub will come out tomorrow. So that's our episode <laughs> of about cat standing up, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, go to the subreddit. It's exactly what we described. Every picture is of a cat standing up. Tigers are banned in the rules. Like, it's just I that. saw one that was a polar bear, though. So, like, what the fuck, <laughs> guys? Fine, I guess. Mm, that's due for deletion. Yeah, this is the thing, because some of them are very funny jokes about people dressed as cats standing up, like, uh, what's-her-face, uh, from the Batman, what's Catwoman. her name? Anne Harley Hathaway. Quinn? Anne Hathaway. Oh. Okay. Ah, yes! Uh, as Catwoman, and like, yes, that is a hilarious joke, and I am <laughs> laughing so hard at it. But like, at least it's on brand. But there's some in here that is, like, that polar bear, get the fuck out of here. What is that even supposed to imply? I do like this fully shaved cat, like, shaved except for its head and the tip of its tail. Jeff, you don't, though. (laughs) You don't like that. 
it's not even an especially fluffy cat. It's like a short hair, uh-huh. and they shaped all of it except its head. So it's really, it doesn't even look like a lion. It just looks like in a cartoon when, when, uh, when, like, Bugs Bunny treats his fur like clothes and takes it off or whatever. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you don't like it. You can't like <laughs> it's it. It's so stupid. I like it. it. If, I like how dumb the cat is made to look, and it doesn't even know to be embarrassed. That is the best thing about cats, and pets in general. <laughs> they don't know they, to be embarrassed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't know how dumb they look. <laughs> like Those those dogs being shamed for doing bad things don't know they did the bad things. I, I often will look at videos of dogs doing dumb shit online to cheer myself up when I'm feeling sad. Uh, and usually when I show them to Jen, I'm like, look at this fucking idiot dog. <laughs> and like, I, at first I think she thought that I was being like mean to these dogs, but part of why I love it is the fact that they have no shame at all about being such <laughs> dumb idiots. Oh, I love when one wakes up with its tongue out and it doesn't put its tongue away and you see that on like a video and you're like, ah, you idiot. You didn't even notice that you were still doing that. Can you even imagine living a life where you, the concept of shame is so alien to you that you could, <laughs> that like, you run face out. first into a wall and then just turn around and be like, hey, guys, what's happening? Like, I'm good. pooping in public. <laughs> did, we do, did we do blep on this? No. Because that was, that was the tongue-sticking-out animal one, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know if we did or if we just got it and we didn't choose it, but we did talk think, about it. I think we've avoided doing animal ones for precisely the reason that we're avoiding talking about this one. Oh, which you know what? We did the cat version. About. We did the cat version, which was oh, like right. Blap or something. Oh, yes. And then Blep was the dog, the original dog version. Yeah, that's right. I feel like dogs accidentally leave their tongues out way more than cats do. Yeah, it's adorable it, and dumb. It's so dumb. Is it especially <laughs> cute that cats stand up? Like, I don't understand. There are lots of very cute things that cats do. I don't <clears> find this to be cute. Oh, I like it because it's, cats always seem so reserved in their emotions when they're, like, navigating the world, um, and this is just such, like, a genuine expression of, like, desire or curiosity that I find it very endearing. (laughs) Okay, I can see that. I'll buy into that. Or, like, sometimes it's two cats fighting but not trying to hurt each other, so they just stand up and slap. There's a great video of two lazy cats slapping each other in slow motion and almost falling over the whole time, and I love it. Yep. Oh, oh cats. cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I guess we did talk about cats standing yeah, up. Yeah, so if you like this episode, please tell your friends, rate and review us on iTunes. That super helps us out. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, at seeingreddit. Uh, we've been seeing some traffic on our, our Twitter lately, which is super exciting, and Yay. we appreciate it. Um, so yeah, please please spread the word, and if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter, at kamikazepilot. I'm on Twitter, at j3fk. I'm sorry for reading that one thing about Ronda Rousey off the internet this episode, <laughs> uh, but it's, it was fine. I won't do it again in the future. Listen, the thing is, once you understand the need for the rule, then you can bend the rule. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you can go to weaponizedlanguage.com to get episodes of this show and other shows that I make, um, and you can, well, Matt makes this one, I'm just on it, uh, you could comment on the posts for this episode, which, uh, and we include, like, links to stuff in those posts, um, so go do that if you want to. Uh, you don't have to, though. And you can also go to Jeff's Patreon and drown him in cheddar. Yeah, I always 
Forget oh, that one. Uh, Patreon.com slash JeffJK, where you can donate a block of cheese to me each month. <laughs> Government cheese. Cool enough that you could drown in it without burning <laughs> yep. first, because that would be uh-huh. how I'd want to die. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you can donate a $1 jar of cheese sauce to me. I don't want a cheese sauce, though. I just want straight up... Oh, man, but can you imagine the layer of, like, oil on top of that swimming pool? It would be so gross. <laughs> Could you enjoy so you... it if you're antip- anticipating drowning in it, though? Yes. I don't think so. So I don't understand. If this is how you want to die, are you telling me that you want to be rolled up into a basketball Space Jam style by Ronda Rousey and dunked into it? <laughs> Was Ronda Rousey in Space Jam? <laughs> No, she was like 12 when Space Jam That's came out. She's only 30. I don't understand. But I'm, I mean in Space Jam when the Monstars roll Michael Jordan up and do a basketball. Here's the thing, though, because him. the other the alternative is more dumb, which is that it sounds like you're saying you're trying to come up with a scenario where someone would dunk a basketball, and rather than referencing the sport of basketball, you referenced the movie Space no, no. Jam. <laughs> I was coming up with a scenario where a person was rolled up into a basketball ah, and then dunked. I see. Which has only happened, as far as I know, in the uh, American classic Space that Jam, which cannot is a bad, be true. which is a bad movie that people shouldn't like or have nostalgia about. Uh, but that song is great. Uh, I believe I can fly or Space Jam or Space Jam. Uh, I don't know Buggin, if I've ever which heard is... that because I believe I can fly was on the radio. I don't think Space Jam ever was, was it? Yeah, it probably was. It was a great song. <laughs> I don't think I've ever that heard movie. It. That movie is less entertainingly bad than it is baffling that it ever got made. It's based on, like, a <laughs> Nike commercial. It's directed by the guy who directed the commercials. It's yeah, if Michael of... Jordan says, yeah, okay, to your movie, you just fucking make that movie. <laughs> I kind of think that that was Bill Murray's whole, like, career trajectory at some point. It's just like, <laughs> I want to make movies where no one can figure out how it. this movie got made. <laughs> He literally says in the movie why he's in it. He says that his he's friends with the producer's sister. <laughs> yeah. And that's why he's in the movie actually in real life. He's playing himself and he knows he's in Space Jam. Yes. He is the Bugs Bunny of that movie, even though Bugs Bunny oh is God. also in that movie. Oh, you're right. Uh, he's the Bugs Bunny of real life in a lot of ways. Yes, that's true. That's a true thing about Bill Murray. We've cracked a real truth here in the end credits of seeing Reddit. Yeah. And I'm Louisa, and you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks for, for coming by, and we'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, though, please remember to keep your pockets on track. And please, now more than ever, it's essential that you don't read the comments. You can hear Indiana by the light switch, who watches over you. Make a little birdhouse in your soul, not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. I have a secret to tell. Who watches over you? Make a little
I just was listening to another podcast where they keep in their banter around their sync point, and I didn't realize that there was a website that had a, a clock on it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this snooty clock is telling me your clock is 5.7 seconds ahead. How does it oh, know man. That? What is it talking Mine's about? Mine's only 2.2 seconds ahead. Hmm. It means your system clock. I guess. Why can't our system clocks, like, take that criticism? <laughs> they sync to, like, Microsoft's servers or Apple's or whoever's. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, wow, I'm looking at my... I have my laptop open to the same page, and it says my time is exact. I guess the Linux server uh, is exactly right, and Microsoft and Apple can suck it. I guess you are a <laughs> Superman, then. You are perfect. <laughs> I try not to be one of those people that is constantly talking about the constantly superiority. bragging about how good their clock is. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, because there's a class of people, or there was in the early to mid-2000s, of uh, dudes who would talk about how much better Linux is. Mm, mm. It's not better at a lot of things, but when it is better, I always feel bad about pointing out that it's better at something. <laughs> I'd like to point out that if you need to constantly be uh, reassuring people that something is better, it is not. It probably isn't, yeah. <laughs> 